0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special Chiefs playoff edition of the Vets with Chris and AJ. Uh, AJ, how was your Christmas?
1: Uh, fattening.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I I feel the same way. A lot of times when you know, you know, I I lost over forty pounds this summer, but Christmas I just came down to the point where I was like, okay, just minimize the weight gain. And then yeah. work it off after that. I actually, I don't think you've enjoyed Christmas if you don't gain a few pounds.
1: Right. I mean, yeah. You know, Thanksgiving and Christmas are pretty much the same in my family. I mean, we have big family dinners, and I always get sent food sent home with me. You know. Yeah. I don't go hungry yeah. <laughs> at all. <laughs> no,
0: I mean that's. Same with ours and, uh, you know, the firefighters this year. They gave our family a nice Christmas ham. And that Uh, sucker fed us for three days. (laughs) Yeah, well, every year at work, I
1: don't know which company gives them to us, but we get free hams. Uh, They're usually between 8 to 10 pounds. uh And this year I was late. I didn't even think to ask my family if I should bring it over, so it's still sitting in my freezer
0: Mm. tell you what i smoked mine i smoked my ham best ham i've ever tasted Mm -hmm. it was great you know didn't really do much to it put some hickory and barbecue rub on it and and uh some olive oil vegetable oil and then the rub and then uh just uh coated it with glaze and put it on there for, you know, two, two and a half hours, and then wrapped it in foil and then waited for it to get to uh, 140 degrees. So it took me about five hours. So it was pretty good. So the the slow smoke is always
1: the best. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we had a, there was one, uh, I don't know if it was a holiday or anything, but when I was in the Marine Corps there was one of our staff sergeants. We went over a bunch of us went over to our tech rep's house. Yeah, he used to let his party over there all the time. Uh-huh. But our one staff sergeant, Staff Sergeant Navarro, he actually did like the He did brisket and he did like the slow, the like sixteen-hour mm. slow smoke, like checking it every once in a while, taking naps in between. And I mean, he was busting his butt. I tell you, it was worth it because mm-hmm. man, it was
0: delicious. He- if you do, yeah, you have to have patience with brisket. I will say that. You have to have patience with brisket, because like you said, it takes, you know, it, it, I think the shortest amount of time I've seen with any recipe is usually 10 hours, but you have to do it via internal temperature, so, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you don't hit that internal temperature. It's not just not going to taste good.
1: No. Yeah. You know,
0: so, <clears throat> you know, I try. I tried to... Uh, I tried brisket one time, and I just didn't have the patience for it, but I'm hoping <laughs> to try to get it, do it again sometime and be a little more, when I have a little more. But um, speaking of smoking, it's a, it's a, a tradition that, uh, you know, every Chiefs playoff game, uh, I actually just started last year, but... Uh, that I fire up the smoker and smoke some or do some pulled pork and some ribs and stuff like that. Well, uh, thanks to, um, thanks to Damian Williams going off on the chargers and, and Ryan fits magic. I don't have to do that next weekend. So, all right. <laughs> you know, Get a week off. As, yeah, you know, as much as I love firing up the smoker, it saves me a little bit of money. So, hail to yeah. the dolphins hail to the dolphins that's right man and, and let's be honest here chief's kingdom if, if you actually thought the dolphins were going to beat the patriots you, you're living in fantasy world but right. which is what made it great like the only indication that anybody
1: could have had that it might have happened was just because of how miami finished last
0: season <laughs> yeah and you know i i'm on a pro football reference right now which people, if you, if you want any stat for anything, um, try a pro football reference, it'll give you tons of stats, not just traditional stats, but advanced stats as well. Um, and, uh, um, for those who are into the analytical side of football, uh, you know, that is a good source And you're not having to spend the money like you would on Pro Football Focus, which is a good, Pro Football Focus is a good source. It really is. But with Pro Football Reference, you're not having to spend that money. So, but, um, find every,
1: any stat that you want.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, they use, um, they use, you know, a thing called Simple Rating System, which, shows you know the team quality relative to average, average being zero. And the New England Patriots finished the season at 10.4. The mm-hmm. Miami Dolphins were at negative
1: 11.6.
0: <laughs> so
1: um, do I dare ask where the Bengals f- <laughs> finished on that? <laughs> uh,
0: Bengals at negative 7.3. They actually had a better team than the Dolphins, <laughs> according to that. Wow. so um let me look up DVOA. DVOA here. Um you hear a lot about, you know, team efficiency ratings and stuff like that. DVOA um the Chiefs the Chiefs are ranked uh number 2 in total DVOA behind mm-hmm. Baltimore. Um sounds about right. <laughs> the Dolphins were ranked 32nd in total DVOA. The (laughs) Patriots, third. Um, Offensive DVOA, you know, Dolphins were 27th. And then defense, they were 32nd. So, to say that, you know, the the Patriots were 16-point favorites going in the yesterday's game. 16-point favorites going in the yesterday's game. So, remember, Chiefs fans, when you guys were, when some of you all, I know not all of you, because, you know, AJ and I, we love the kingdom. We do. We're part of it. We're right there with okay. you. But some of you, when they were struggling in the middle of the year, Especially after the Colts game, well, they were 11-point favorites, and good teams don't lose those games. Patriots lost a game in which they were 16-point favorites. Like I've been saying this whole entire year, this is the NFL; anything can happen on any given Sunday. It doesn't mean it's going to happen. I guarantee you, if the Patriots play the Dolphins 10 times at home, that's the they win probably 10 times. That just happens to be the 0.1 time they they lose right i mean you know and that's what makes it great that's what makes the nfl great but you know there were a lot of chiefs fans they had you know kind of jumped off the bandwagon after losing the indianapolis and houston and after tennessee um not so much after green bay but after indianapolis houston and tennessee you know, a lot of Chiefs fans were down on this club and everything like that. Well, you know, they'll be they're nine and seven, ten and sixteen. This Chiefs team finished twelve and four. They finished the same record as they did last year. Mm-hmm. With with Mahomes missing two and a half games. You won you were twelve and four with Matt Moore having to start two games. All right. Tyree Kill was down for almost half the season.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
0: you you had sixty at one point you had sixty percent of your offensive line who was down. You had Chris Jones who missed time. You had Frank Clark who missed time. Alex Okafor, he's on the IR, Emmanuel Ogba, he's on the IR. Anthony Hitchens missed the missed some time. Kendall Fuller missed time. You know, you you had so many injuries this year. And it's not like you played the NFC East or the AFC East. Right. (laughs) You had to face the NFC North and the AFC West, which granted AFC West, AFC West was a little down this year. No, none of the teams uh, outside of the chiefs finished, uh, finished 500, but, but, you know, you had to face the NFC North Three out of the four teams there finished with a 500 record or better. And you beat Minnesota, you beat a Minnesota team without Patrick Mahomes. Minnesota's a playoff team. So, listen, this team finished 12-4 and four with a difficult schedule. And, you know, granted the Tennessee loss, that's unexplainable. Same with the Indianapolis loss, a little more explainable considering um, Indianapolis at the time was, you know, looking up and everything. And and uh, the Chiefs were without, you know, a ton of starters. They were without Tyreek Hill. I think Byron Pringle at one point in that game was your number one receiver. I mean – so
1: I but I seem to remember watching that game, seeing Tyreek Hill on the sideline after some of the drop passes going, I would have caught that. As yeah. if yeah, looks like he thinking. that. I would have had that.
0: <laughs> so you look at it, this team, and I've been saying it all year, this team, when healthy, can beat any team in the league. And And you know, this is a 16 game season, and only one team in the history of the league has ever gone 16 and 0, and they ended up losing the Super Bowl. So, no team goes through a season undefeated. Every team has this what What the heck loss? Hell, look at the Ravens. They finished 14 and 2. One of their two losses was the Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns at home. (laughs) So, yes, Uh, it happens in this league. Good teams have just inexplicable games. And, you know, it happens. It happens. So, you know, but... I think this team right now is playing as good a football as any at any point this season. And to be honest, if if you're a Chiefs fan right now, you have to feel good about this team's chances, especially now that you have the bye. Now, Juan Thornhill, that's a big loss. That's a big loss for the Chiefs. Thornhill... Juan had a great season. He did. He he's, you know, McCole Hardman was the rookie who made the Pro Bowl, but he's not even the best rookie on the team.
1: Nope. And so, it's
0: it's going to be a hurdle we're going to have
1: to figure out how to overcome. But you
0: know, but the, you know, this team this team's had the face hurdles all year long. So you know i i trust spagnolo i trust uh i trust the uh coaching staff will make the adjustments needed but um you know you look at it you have the chiefs who finished they finished with the fifth fewest points against in the AFC this year finished with the second most points for and people are saying well the offense is down this year and everything well you score 451 points. You only allow 308. They've yeah, got a pretty right. good team. They've got a pretty good team. And uh, this is a team that, again, can beat a Baltimore. They'll have to go to Baltimore to do it, which will be yeah. difficult. Yeah, but, definitely. you know, that that they can beat Baltimore. They've shown they can beat Baltimore this year. So... yeah. You know, that the Baltimore game wasn't as close as the score indicated. No, that
1: was, uh, that was one of those, uh, similar to a few of the other early games this year where the Chiefs got up big and then just kind of coasted. Mm
0: -hmm. Now, I will say this about Baltimore they are a much better team than the one, than the team we played week three.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. And, Definitely much better than the Patriots.
0: (laughs) Yes. But the same can also be said for the Chiefs. I think this is a much better team than it was back in week three.
1: Yeah, especially when you consider how the defense finished the season. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, a couple of these games, he's had fairly pedestrian performances, but he hasn't had to be great because the defense has
0: stepped up. Well, look at yesterday. Yesterday. He had 178 yards, a touch a touchdown, and an INT. Not a yeah. great game. But no. the defense played well. And Damian Williams completely went off the rails. Yeah. So that's the thing. This team is finding ways to win with different people stepping up. Mahomes doesn't have to throw for five hundred yards and and you know five touchdowns every single game. He doesn't have to. He can. Yeah, he definitely can. Yeah, but he doesn't have to. That's the thing. So, you know, this team is a much more complete team. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a good ride. Uh, I'm excited to see where they're gonna go. But uh, you know, we're, let's uh, let's take a look at uh, some of the other teams in the uh, AFC that made it. Obviously, we got the NFC. We, we can touch on that a little bit. But uh, um, the AFC, um, Chiefs won't have to – Tennessee got in uh, as a sixth seed. Chiefs won't have to face Tennessee until the AFC championship uh, if, yeah. if both Tennessee and Kansas City get there. So we're not going to focus on them as much. But if there's one team that I feel like could pull upset wild card weekend, it's Tennessee because they're facing yeah. New England.
1: Yeah, Tannis has played pretty damn good since joining the Titans.
0: Mm-hmm. And, you know, they can run the ball. Uh, Derek Henry just yeah, – He's a beast. <laughs> yeah, he, he is a load to bring down. That is – I mean, it is, it is one of those things where, you know, people have to make business decisions when trying to tackle him. I mean, he's just right. a load yeah. to bring down. So NFL's leading leader, uh, league leader in rushing. Um, yeah, I think if he stays healthy for a good long time, I, I'd say
1: Hall of Fame. Well, and definitely.
0: and you know, Bill Belichick struggles against uh, former assistants. Yeah, yeah, he does. Was Vrabel ever an assistant under Belichick? I don't
1: know. I know he played for him. In fact, because I remember during the Titans game, they showed us that play where he actually reported as an eligible receiver even though he was like a linebacker or something and caught a touchdown pass from Tom Brady. Let's see here. Mike Rabel.
0: He never coached for him. So, so New England, good good news for New England, he never coached uh, for Belichick. No. He coached that, if I'm not mistaken, he did, he did play for him, but he coached uh, linebackers and D line at Ohio state at the Ohio state university. Yeah. Oh man.
1: If there's one other thing I'm sick of hearing in football, it's the Ohio state. Yeah. As opposed yeah. to what other
0: Ohio state.
1: Shut
0: yeah. up. <laughs> uh he was linebackers coach in Houston and then took over as defensive coordinator in twenty seventeen and then became the Titans head coach in twenty eighteen. So so he was never a Belichick um assistant. But uh Tennessee Tennessee's playing like you said, they're playing pretty good ball right now. Um you know Ryan Tannehill's Ryan Tannehill's uh playing well he's you know he threw for over 2700 yards 22 touchdowns to six interceptions um Mm -hmm. so you know but uh they're playing pretty well right now they did lose uh to houston and to new orleans they did win at houston but houston also sat almost all of their starters yeah um, it had no effect on them really but i mean if there's one team that i feel like but you know you have to you have to give mike Vrabel a lot of credit his team after the loss at after getting shut out in denver 16 to nothing they were 2 and 4 um, yeah. and then finished you know 7 and 3 the rest of the, or 6 and 3 the rest of the way to help you know secure a playoff spot with a win over kansas city um, mm-hmm. just they i mean Pretty good job by him, and he's going to get a, his reward is to go to New England and play the. And you know, I think Tennessee's the one team that could could pull, you know, uh, underdog that could pull out an upset. Yeah, so I would agree with that. Um, though I though also I want to put it past Buffalo to beat Houston. Uh, another one of the teams the Chiefs could face the Buffalo Bills. um mm-hmm. That defense, that defense is no joke. Well, on defense, their offense led by Josh Allen does just enough to get points. But um, I, I could see Buffalo going into Houston and beating, um, and beating the Texans. Um, yeah. the Texans, get this: the Texans finished ten and six. They did beat the, they did beat the Chiefs earlier in the year when the Chiefs had all those injuries. But yeah. um, Texans finished ten and six. And had a point differential of negative seven. Oh, wow. (laughs) Texans really hit or miss this season uh, quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, they beat us
1: earlier in the year, but then got just smoked by Denver.
0: Yeah, Smoked by Denver. They got smoked by Baltimore. They beat New England. I mean, you want to talk about a team that's just been up and down. Um, you know they lost at New Orleans early in the year. They lost to Carolina at home. Carolina's oh, wow. not that good. So uh, they're they're
1: kind of like a uh, an entire football team worth of Jameis Winston's, where they can't seem to decide if they're awesome or
0: crap. <laughs> yes, yes. That, Houston Texans. No, nah, I can't say they're Jameis Winston because if they were Jameis Winston, they would have finished eight and eight. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So, but uh, I could definitely I wonder... see Buffalo, Buffalo going into Houston and pulling the upset there. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: But Buffalo, yeah, you look, take a look at Buffalo. They've lost to New England twice. Um, both were close game, games.
1: Close
0: game. Yeah. Um, they got smoked by Philadelphia. Lost that yeah. Cleveland. Lost a close one, to Baltimore at home, and then lost to the Jets. But then again, they play; they didn't play really any of their starters last week, so, yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, you know, Buffalo they've got a Buffalo's got a pretty good team. Um, the offense, like I said, doesn't do a whole lot, but you know, you have a defense. They have a defense and uh they did have they did finish with over two thousand yards rushing this year. They had three guys hit the five hundred yard mark, including their quarterback Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Uh, rookie running back Devin Singletary led them in rushing, and Frank Gore at the age of like seventy had almost yeah. six hundred yards. So
1: or as uh, Chiseled Chisel Dodonis would say, uh, you know several more veterans. Frank
0: Gore, <laughs> yeah, Civil War veteran Frank Gore. He he just he, he can he continues to just put up numbers at the age of uh, 170. So
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> um, so Buffalo Buffalo could be one of those that can you know that can uh, uh, pull off a upset in Houston and win that one, and then you have the New England Patriots. They're 12-4, and, and obviously you can never count the Patriots out. No. You know, it's just right the imagination. Yeah, with Belichick. But, you know, interesting stat. Since starting 8-0, they finished 4-4. And their four wins came at Philadelphia. You know, uh, nine, mm-hmm. Philly did win the NFC East, but NFC East finished uh, yeah. you get that uh they beat Dallas at home on a phantom on a uh, phantom tripping call we got a little help from yeah. the ref ball there they went two Cincinnati in one after uh cheating yeah and then they no. beat Buffalo at home uh, uh but you know you look at the teams they lost to lost at Baltimore 30 to 27 Lost at Houston, lost to Kansas City, and then lost to Miami. Tom Brady doesn't look like himself. He doesn't. No. Baller times catching up with him.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, as as it will when you when you pass the forty mark. I mean, for a lot of NFL players, that happens in the early third in the early thirties. So, I mean, I'd say he's fortunate to have made his. As you know, as far as he's gone.
0: Well, and you know, you look at their defense and stuff like that. It's because you know, you get a you get a weak schedule, and they're very mediocre. Mm -hmm. And you know, I mean, so I just I I look at this Patriots team, and I think they, you know, they they can beat the Titans. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't see him, you know, I, I, I I think the, I think, you know, the chiefs would love to have him in a return trip to Kansas city. Oh yeah, for sure. Because I don't think it would be as close as the game in Foxborough was. No, probably not. So, and for the majority of that game, the chiefs controlled everything in that game. And uh, you know, so they, um,
1: you know, and we're not in danger of D four lining
0: up, lining up offside. Yes, that's true. That is very true. So, but they, you know, they they've got you know, Patriots. I can't just know this as a wild card team in the Belichick era. They've never they've never been to the Super Bowl. Now. They yeah. have been to the Super Bowl before. Well, they to be honest, they I, I should have I should have uh put the caveat of they're not a they're not a wild card team that often in the Belichick era. As a matter of fact, yeah, looking fine. at the Belichick era, they've been a wild card team. They were a wild card team in two thousand and five. They won their game home game against Jacksonville, then went to Denver and got obliterated. They were a wild card team in 2006. They won their home game against the Jets. Uh, Should have lost against the Chargers, but, you know, the Chargers forgot that when you get the game-winning interception, you go down immediately. You don't try to make a play. Guy fumbles it, New England gets it back, has a chance, and they go down and score the winning score. And then got beat by Peyton Manning finally in the conference Mm -hmm. title game. And then in 2009, they were the wild card team and got obliterated by Baltimore at home. So, um, so you know, you look at it in the wild, wild card era, they they haven't made it to the Super Bowl under or in the Belichick era, they've never made it to the Super Bowl as a wild card team. Yeah,
1: and this is a, what it was a nine nine season. Yeah. yeah. Nine season streak of uh, first round buys. Yep. Or well, nine playoff appearance streak of first round buys yep. snapped.
0: Yep. Now they have, now the Patriots, and I don't know if many Patriots fans, I use the word fans in quotations. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how many of them know this, but they have made a Super Bowl as a wild card team before. Was it
1: 1995?
0: No, it wasn't. Uh, it was Damn. 1985. Oh, really? They, they went to New Stop York. There. Yes, they went to New York and beat the Jets in the wild card game. Then they went to Los Angeles and beat the Raiders in the division round. And then they beat the Miami Dolphins in Miami in the conference championship game. And then served as a fodder for... The Chicago Bears in the Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, don't know how many act. You know how, you know, actual Patriots fans would know that, but I don't know if your average Patriots fan would know that because you know they've been a Patriots fan for all of you know nineteen more. years. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I feel like I'm being generous there,
1: but I mean, obviously, I'm thinking of the 2001 Super Bowl. You know, the first Brady Super Bowl. <laughs> Mm-hmm. victory <clears throat> so I'll, I'm be i feel like i'm being generous just going back to 2000 i'll give them that one
0: yeah so yeah um it was great you know yesterday was great and watching the patriots just totally crap the to bed and and uh also um to watch the uh, chiefs Rise up to that number two spot and watch um, uh, Barstool just, Barstool and its president just cry tears of sadness. It was beautiful. So, I don't know if and Chiefs I, fans, you should know this. I'm not a big fan of Barstool. I didn't like Dead Spin either. But here's the thing the enemy, my enemy, is not my friend in this case. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I feel like that, that
1: is, a, is a very often. <laughs> Misused uh, adage. Yeah, the enemy of my enemy is my friend.
0: Not in this case.
1: Yeah, it proved to me, at least for me, it has proven more often than not to be not true.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes, and especially in this case, I can't stand. You know, Dave. However the hell you pronounce Portnoy or Portnoy or whatever Uh, his name is, don't really care. But he was correct in saying that the Chiefs had no shot of winning in Foxborough again. He was actually 100% right. We're not going to have to go to Foxborough again. You're going to have to come here. Good luck with that. Yeah. So, obviously, the biggest challenge to the Chiefs this year will be Baltimore. If the Chiefs face the Ravens, they'll have to go to Baltimore. That is going to be a tough, tough test. Baltimore is a really good team. They they are a really good team. But, um, you know, if there is any consolation here, if there is any consolation here, they've won 12 straight games. Now, the Chiefs in 93 to get to the AFC title game had to face a very hot Houston team in Houston, went down there and beat them. So, mm-hmm. you know, so, uh, you know, it'll be, it'll be, uh, it'll be, It'll be interesting to see what happens to them. Um, like I said, Baltimore, they've got a very complete team. Their offense is good. Their defense is good. Um, they've had a few close games here recently, but, you know, it just seems like they're just blowing everyone else out. Yeah, and Lamar
1: Jackson has proven as the season has go- – the further the season's gone on that he is hes more than just a ball carrier. Yeah, he's proven he's, he's, he can beat you with both his feet and his arm. He's
0: he's he's the most valuable player in the NFL this year. Yeah. He is. And for good reason. Yeah. He's going to be the MVP this year. Um, he's quite possibly the best dual-threat quarterback I've seen since uh, Michael Vick. Yeah. Um, just hey, Michael Vick congratulated him on breaking uh,
1: his – I can't even remember what – the rushing record. Rushing record for QBs, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a that's an incredible feat when Mark Ingram rushed for over a 1,000 yards and didn't lead his team in rushing and lost to the quarterback. Right. Although, yeah, it, at
1: least that's not as bad as uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick being your leading rusher and not even having, what was it, 300 yards? Like, mm-hmm. something like that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> now, Lamar jack you know, Lamar Jackson also threw for over three thousand yards, thirty-six touchdowns to six interceptions. Just a phenomenal year for him. Um, you know, they they're gonna be they're gonna be a, they're gonna be tough to beat. But like I've said, this Chiefs team, when healthy, can beat any team anywhere. So um we'll see how uh, we'll see how it plays out for them but we got to get there first we got to win our uh divisional round game first um to get to that point but um yeah if you're a chief's fan right now and you're not excited i, I don't know what to tell you it, it's one no, of those things right. where you know this is as good of a team as we've had um i would say this year this team is more complete than it was last year last year it was Mahomes, um, it was Mahomes basically bailing you out every single week. The defense yeah, it, it kind of
1: reminded me of the 2003 Chiefs that started 9-0. A lot of that had to do with Trent Green and Tony Gonzalez and the rest of the offense mm-hmm. just being able to put up more points than the other team.
0: Yeah, and I mean, in 2003, the defense did start out well but they were playing above their weight.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: uh, you know, it showed towards the end of the season when they just were outgassed. But last year, mm-hmm. last year, you know, the uh, defense was what we thought they were at the beginning of the season, which was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and... You know it, the sad thing is is on that defense, there were actually some good players on it. Mm-hmm. they should have been a lot better than what they were, but you know uh the scheme was terrible. Bob Sutton was a terrible defensive coordinator, and this year you have a defensive coordinator who makes adjustments, you know he's willing the fire blitzes as much as he can um so he's he's a uh you know he's the real deal he really is and um you know they were the one one team who really i know the ravens put up a lot of yards on him and stuff like that but they were the one team who could slow down that ravens that ravens offense enough to you know be able to to be able to get points and stuff like that and beat them so yeah, I mean,
1: Bob um, was he was more predictable than I am when I play NHL, where where I get the puck. It's a guarantee that I'm heading for the net and trying to put one in. Yep. The odds of me passing are not great.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep. And so, you know, it's I mean, he he was, I mean, heck, Brady was just saying, you know, they recognized what they were going to do before, you know, they saw they saw what they would do. They would audible into what they needed to do, and Chiefs never audibled on defense. Yeah. So, and I mean, just... it's
1: nothing against Tony Romo here, but it, it just, it was frustrating me that he was able to see the formation on the field and saying, well, this is where Brady's going to go, and if by some chance that's not open, he's going to go here. Mm-hmm. And then just watching it play out that whole drive, it's like, gosh, stop it!
0: Yeah, well, I think in 2013 there was a game against Denver when the Chiefs started out nine and zero, and a lot of it was because of their defense. But um, they played against Denver, and uh, they asked Bob Sutton. They're like, he's like, you know, we do, you know, Denver, they switch a lot before the play and everything of that nature. What are you going to do with that? And Bob Sutton was like, "Well, I don't think we'll need the change. They have to adapt to us." And it's like, "Oh man, uh, yeah, that's that's almost like a snake." Uh, when I was, you know,
1: had a snake, people, you know, I've heard some snake owners say, "No, he'll never bite," and that's just dumb. <laughs> yeah, that is, it's that same level of stupid to me.
0: Yeah. So, this is. I mean. Baltimore and Kansas City should be a good matchup. And then on the NFC side, um, on the NFC side, you should have some pretty good matchups over there. Um, you have Seattle and Philadelphia. You know, I'd say that, I'd say that Seattle should be favored in that, but they finished 11-5, and five, had a seven-point point differential for the whole entire year. And you know they they just I mean yeah they they beat the Niners in San Francisco but they've they've just dealt with a ton of injuries the defense isn't what it used to be so you know I I would yeah the can they beat the Eagles yes but I think the Eagles would probably be favored and then the other game next weekend will be Minnesota versus New Orleans. You know, I like the Vikings, but here's the thing. Kirk Cousins is your quarterback. Mike Zimmer's your head coach. You know, you have a yeah. New Orleans team who finished 13-3 and three and didn't get a first-round bye. That's that's <laughs> criminal. It really is,
1: right? I mean, so. <laughs> yeah, where and you, the <laughs> New Orleans team that's got a receiver that broke the – Reception's record mm. per season.
0: You know. Yeah. New Orleans. In week 16. <laughs> yeah, New Orleans is <laughs> the better team there. Mm-hmm. They, uh, so. All, like, all their defensive weapons, and especially their
1: offense. I mean, Camara, Thomas, Breeze. Uh, just, what what do you do?
0: Yeah. Well, then you look at the teams that got the first round by. You have Green Bay. They uh, beat the Chiefs at home uh, back in October. Now, the thing with Green Bay also was um, they beat the Chiefs with Matt Moore starting at quarterback. Um, I think if the Chiefs played again and Arrowhead, I think uh, it would be a different result. And then the 49ers, hey, you want to talk about a good team. That is a good team. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> good offense, good defense. Yeah, i don't. I don't know
1: if it was Nick Bosa that got that defense fired up you know got him into check or whatever they, uh you could almost say the same on the offensive side of george Kittle <laughs> mm-hmm. and they're, uh, yeah they're a pretty complete team too they're they're good
0: so of course you know playoff time all teams are good um rarely do you see a team that's just terrible that sneaks in it does happen on occasion seattle in 2010 but really i mean the thing is is all these teams now these are all good teams and you're going to face nothing but good teams so um you know the chiefs getting the first round by andy Reid, four and one all time in the playoffs when he gets a first round by one and one is a head coach of the chiefs and um you know, I will say this, out of the whole entire decade, this has to be considered one of the best decades in Chiefs history. Um, you look at as we close up this decade, uh, we look back on it. Uh, you had eight winning seasons. You had seven playoff appearances, five division titles. Um, so far, one trip to the AFC title game, uh, three first-round buys. Pretty Pretty solid decade, and, and you know what? Going into the 20s, I, I will say this: future looks insanely bright for this team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah but, I mean,
1: so I don't know if the Chiefs have looked this good, have had this good of a decade, and look this good going into the next decade. As I mean, since what? Maybe the 60s. 60,
0: yeah, 60s. That's you're absolutely correct. 60s they, you know, I would say this decade would probably rank second. I think it, you know, not by much, but '60s. Well, gee, you know, you you really can't compete with the '60s if if you know when you look yeah. at that decade. They won the AFL championship in '62, '66, and '69. Um, <laughs> made it to two Super Bowls, and one Super Bowl four. So. Um, and actually, for,
1: for one half at least in Super Bowl one, they went toe to toe with Green Bay.
0: They did. The they did.
1: The legendary yep. Vince Lombardi.
0: Yep. And they all did. of his dogs. So, um, and then you have, uh, so you have that, and then you know after after the '60s would be this decade. Then after that would be the '90s, and then after that would be probably the aughts. And then the 70s and 80s, just pick your poison. really not much going on there. Two playoff appearances between the two decades.
1: Ow. Just ow.
0: Yeah. 70s and 80s were a dark time in the kingdom, so. Yeah. Yeah, Yes. Fortunate that I was only
1: alive for like five years
0: of that. Yep. (laughs) So... But um, but yeah, they, but yeah, I mean, this is, this is the first time that I can remember as a Chiefs fan, thinking that this franchise was actually headed in the right direction. Even in the '90s, uh, uh, you know, in the '90s, you had those good seasons. You figured they were always going to be a playoff team, but here's the problem that that you had in the '90s: your offense was generally terrible and you picked the wrong quarterback when it came down between Elvis Gerback and Rich Gannon but at that oh, time 34. but at, but at that time though I will say this and and Carl Peterson's defense a little bit no one knew Rich Gannon was going to become Rich Gannon
1: that is true
0: um that said they just wanted a quarterback who just – grew up, and unfortunately they ended up getting Steve Bono and Elvis back in San Francisco rejects. So, yeah. yeah. It just, you know, your defense won you that many games and stuff like that. Marty was a good coach, but at the end of the day, you know, you need something more than just the defense. You know, you look at the two no, losses dude. they had, they only gave up 24 points in the two games. They gave up 12 points a game and, you know, still lost both of them. So that's, yeah. you know, it's, t- it's tough to win games when you allow 14 and can't score 15. So, but if you yeah. allow 14 in the NFL, you should win. So, so they. Uh,
1: it says something too, when you have. For you when you have Derek Thomas. Uh, the linebacker, and for a few years, Neil Smith, Mm -hmm. and your defense, and I mean, if that defense isn't good enough to get you to the Super Bowl, that tells you something about your offense, I think.
0: Yeah. I mean, even when the Ravens had those, had that monster defense and stuff like that, they still had an offense that was good enough. Right. You know, Trent Delfer was good enough, but they also had Jamal Lewis and you know yeah the chiefs had Marcus Allen in the 90s but by that time Marcus really didn't have much tread left on the tires he was good no. in short he was good in short yardage but really he didn't really have anybody in the backfield that was going to be able to carry you routinely through that and you know it showed yeah, it showed they didn't really have much in the way of offensive production in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean so. I mean we did have
1: Joe Montana for a short time and you know also Marcus Allen, but that like you said, though, that was
0: that was near the end of their career. Yep. So
1: Oh and I almost forgot Warren Moon.
0: Yeah. You know, fun fact Warren Moon started one game as a uh, as a quarterback for the Chiefs. He lost that game to the Ryan Leaf led San Diego Chargers. Oh, get the get out of here! Not even kidding. <laughs> <laughs> How bad was our defense that Leaf beat us? Uh, well, we also remember this is the same franchise who lost them to Mar- to Jamarcus Russell. Russell not once but twice. Oh my God!
1: So yeah, I've, I'm honestly not sure which one of those two is the bigger
0: draft bust. No, oh, it's got to be Leaf. It's got to be Leaf. Yeah, I mean, Grant Gr- Russell was a huge draft bust, but Leaf was yeah, probably thought a by leaf many. one Russell two. Yeah, oh yeah. But Leaf was thought by many to be better better than Peyton Manning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and tools wise, Leaf was incredibly gifted, but uh wasn't all there upstairs and um you know, he, he was a guy that once he got his money, um, you know, just kind of relaxed his work ethic and he was satisfied just getting to the NFL and not actually being good. So, and, yeah,
1: so but he was John Benzel before it was cool.
0: <laughs> but you know what? Uh, But, you know, I will say this about Ryan Leaf. He he's uh, it, it looks like he's doing a lot better now. You know, it looks yeah, like he's I did, got. It. I, I
1: didn't say that he had. Tweeted about being, you know, outraged that of not being at the top, of the NFL one hundred teams. I would I be like that if I were joke him. about it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that he could joke about
0: it. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So, I think uh, I think to be honest, I, if I were if I were the NFL, I would have every single draft prospect talk to Ryan Leaf. I would hire Ryan Leaf on just to have them talk to him about what he did and what he did wrong. Right. And I think he, I think Ryan Leaf would it would do that. He just seems like the kind of person who would do that.
1: Yeah, probably. So, and that uh, that to me is the key difference right now between him and Menzel is I I still don't I wouldn't trust Menzel
0: for anything. No. You know, Johnny football. So, you know, it is what it is. But uh, but yeah, um, this team. This team has as good of a shot as any. It all begins and ends with your quarterback, but this defense is much better than it was last year. The, offenses, the offense, while it's, you know, I saw somebody, well, Mahomes regressed. Well, how so? Well, he threw for over 1,000 yards less and only threw 26 touchdowns. Well, he did miss two and a half games, but you figured his numbers just weren't going to... You know, you figured it was going to be difficult to duplicate what he did last year because only two people have ever done it. Yeah, I mean, for,
1: for crying out loud! I mean, it, it would have been one thing if he had thrown, you know, if he, if his first year he would have done like, you know, three thousand yards and thirty touchdowns, and then regressed,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, to say twenty five, two thousand to twenty five hundred yards and twenty touchdowns. That'd be one thing, but I mean. When somebody drops from five thousand yards and fifty touchdowns, big freaking deal.
0: Yeah. Unless
1: they just completely tank down to like the two thousand yard range and the fifteen touchdowns and fifteen picks, I mean.
0: Yeah, I mean, look at it. You look at his numbers this year: four thousand thirty-one yards, twenty-six touchdowns, five interceptions.
1: Mm -hmm. He still hasn't even thrown twenty interceptions in two seasons, in twenty-five games.
0: Yeah, well, in thirty, in thirty, that. in thirty-one games started, he's thrown eighteen interceptions.
1: Yeah, whoa, slow down there, Turbo.
0: So, you know, hell, I mean, he, his quarterback rating, one hundred five point three, which is good. Uh, mm-hmm. QBR was down just a tad from last year, but seventy point zero again, good. Yeah, it's just. His completion percentage, oh my, his completion percentage is, it went from 66% on the nose to Mm
1: -hmm. 65.9. Oh my, he dropped the whole time to a point. Well, cut him now. You might might as well just cut your losses. Mm -hmm.
0: So, you know, average yards per game, he went down from 318.6 to 287.9. But how much of that was, you know, he got the... You know, the game was the Chiefs were already leading. They wanted the run clock and stuff like that. And, you know, they were just trusting their defense.
1: Right. Like, perfect example, I think the the first Oakland game, when he put up, you know, 274 yards in the second quarter, I think at that point, you just kind of coast and see what, you know, I think well, you can relax,
0: you know. And like you and I discussed earlier in the show, he doesn't have to put up those numbers anymore. His Uh-oh. defense, he can, he absolutely can put up those numbers, but he doesn't have to put he doesn't have to put up the insane numbers because the defense is good for the first time now, since he's been playing football either collegiately or in the pros. Yeah, he has a good defense,
1: right? I mean. Because I mean, this is some a quarterback who came out of the Big Twelve, who is obviously, I mean, they're fairly infamous for like just kind of brushing aside defense. That, pretty much everything is about the offense for every team. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah, and that actually, you know what? I it's a perfect comparison between last season and this season. Okay, both years we finished twelve and four. Last season he had five thousand yards, fifty touchdowns. We finished the same record this year, and he's got 4,000 yards and 20-some touchdowns. He finished
0: over 1,000 yards with over 1,000 fewer yards and about half the touchdowns, and they finished with the same record.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think that ought to tell Chiefs fans right there just how much better the defense was this year.
0: Yeah, and, you know, the thing is, is, you know, he, um, you know, 's got a. he's he's got he's got some you know he's he can light it up when he has to but he also we also have to factor in this year how many games was he healthy for right and he was hurt the first game of the season mm-hmm I mean so
1: you know we we also know too that he, he can be clutch when he needs to be. I mean, because, like, he did – Patrick Mahomes did what he was supposed to do in the AFC title game last year. He did what he was supposed to do in the Tennessee game this year. Yep. And he did his job in both of those games.
0: Yep. So, these people, I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's like, you know, yeah, Mahomes, I guess for him – this was a down year, but if that's a down year, then sign me up.
1: You know? Right, and, and it almost reminds me of when the Chiefs started nine to zero with Alex Smith and while. He's just a game manager. As long as he's managing to win that many games, I don't give a crap.
0: Yeah, I don't think you know, you know, he. I don't think Mahomes does either. He he will. He you know, I think Peter King earlier in the season, how many touchdowns are you going to throw this year? And he goes, as many as I need. To win, to win ball games. Mm-hmm. And he did exactly that. There's some games where Mahomes just isn't going to throw for a lot, like he did yesterday. But when he needed to make the throws, he did make the throws. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, he doesn't have to do it all. He doesn't. You know, Damian Williams, went healthy. Yeah. Damian Williams started six That's- games this
1: year. <laughs> And that is a textbook definition of uh playing until the whistle. He's like, Oh right, I'm not down. Twice John. Exactly. Twice. <laughs> like he's on of, the defender. On uh, the defender. Oh wait,
0: my knees aren't down, so I'm not down. Yeah. So Also let's let's not forget that uh Tyreek Hill um Tyreek Hill ended up catching him again. And <laughs> his two fastest speeds this year for Tyreek Hill <laughs> His two fastest speeds came on Damian Williams touchdowns. Yeah,
1: and uh, the, the one this week, I believe, if I saw correctly, it was uh, clocked at twenty-two point eight one miles. Yes, per hour. Yes,
0: you are right on the nose. Which,
1: it, which, for with without pads, would be ridiculous by itself. But in full pads,
0: yeah, he he's still yeah, getting he's yeah. still getting ticketed in school zones. Yeah, right. Excuse me, sir, I'm going to need you to slow down. Yep. Tyreek Hill is getting ticketed into school zones, but yeah. you know, twelve he missed he missed really five games because he didn't mm-hmm. really play he didn't really play all that much against the Jaguars. But in really eleven games, he had one hundred and eighty six yards receiving. I mean, just phenomenal. Yeah, and he makes some great catches. Well, like I said in my top 10 list of players of the decade, it is no coincidence that since Tyreek Hill, since the Chiefs drafted Tyreek Hill, he the Chiefs have won the AFC West every single year. Cuz he could do anything. He can he can return kicks, he can run, he can catch, but Speaking of returning kicks, I see our return spe- our pro bowl return specialist, he was able to break one. Yeah. And uh <laughs> you know, my goodness, you know, Nicole Hardman. Let's talk about him. He is a special player. He is oh, definitely. And you know, and he also while, had a, big catch on a
1: third a big third down play he also. He did.
0: He did. Uh 26 reception finished with 26 receptions for 538 yards. That's over 20 yards per catch. Yeah. And six touchdowns. He's um uh, counter that with uh Sammy Watkins, who is the number two receiver. Um Watkins fifty two catches, six hundred and seventy three yards, and three touchdowns. Now 198 of those yards came in the first game, and all three of those touchdowns came in the first game. Um, <laughs> so, Micole Hardman, um, he, he, I think, uh, I think next year, Sammy's probably going to be gone, and you're going to see McCole Hardman as your number two receiver. Yeah, but I wouldn't doubt it. And with Hardman as your number two receiver, that, I mean... I'm I'm going to be interested to see Tyreek Hill try to chase down McCole Hardman. Right.
1: So I mean, I I personally I I think he could probably do it, but it'd yeah. be a lot it'd be a lot more challenging than I mean, and it's not a knock on David Williams, but it would be no. Hard.
0: Damian, Damian Williams runs a four four five. He's fast, yeah. but I know, right. <laughs> Damian Williams is fast, but. What was
1: Tyreek? Was four point two five? Yeah, I
0: think. I I mean, mean. I mean Tyreek's incredibly fast. Damian Williams is fast. I mean, this whole team's fast. But um, then on the defensive side, you know, you got Frank Clark. I mean, people after the first. After the first, uh, what was it? The first few, after the first, really, seven games, Frank Clark, you know, huge bust. After, up until yep. October 13th, Frank Clark, huge bust. He only has one sack, you know, in the first six games of the season. One sack, mm-hmm. and then, you know, um, so... And then after that, he played at Denver and got two sacks, and then had to sit down the next two game, set down the next two games because he was injured. But since the Denver game, in his final, you know, in his final one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games, in Frank Clark's final seven games, he had sacks in six of them, or five of them. The only two he didn't have sacks in. Or against Oakland and against Denver, he finished with seven sacks in his final eight games, nine tackles for a loss, eleven quarterback hits, two forced fumbles. You can't ask for much better.
1: No, and I mean, I really, I think, personally, I think you have to wait until the season's over, until the regular season's over, before you say. You know, boom or bust. Yeah, on any play.
0: Well, and there's a lot of people who are like that with, uh, with Honey Badger. You know, mm-hmm. when the yeah. defense what didn't appear like it had gotten any better. It people have to realize it takes time. Yeah. For defensive schemes to gel, and.
1: No matter how much talent
0: you have. Yeah. <laughs> let's also listen. Patrick Mahomes is the best player on this team, but your team MVP is Honey Badger. Yeah. Pro Bowl alternate Honey Badger, I should say, which Pro Bowl's a joke. He He's not in. Mitchell Schwartz isn't in. Mitchell Schwartz is going to be an all-pro again.
1: Yeah. Just. And, and for anyone that doesn't think it's a joke, uh, I reference you to last year and Chris Jones not getting picked. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. You know, (laughs) honey badger this year, four interceptions, um, 12 pass defense, passes defense, two sacks. Just, he's exactly what they were missing from last year. Just a phenomenal player. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Juan Thornhill even. You know, Juan Thornhill, I, I was crazy about him when the Chiefs drafted him. I was surprised they... I was surprised he fell to when he did, the 63rd overall, but, you know, Thornhill, three interceptions, one for an interception, five passes, The def- just, you know, phenomenal talent and coverage, you know, you look at his uh, passer rating against 43, um, he had a 43 passer rating against, um, just, you know, when, when, quarterbacks tried to throw his way they completed it less than half the, half the time mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's a he is a he is a really good talent who i think him and honey badger are going to create one of the best safety duos in the nfl for years to come oh yeah so
1: um yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the future of our of our defense you know for mm-hmm for the first time in a long time, really.
0: And Mike Pennell. Mike Pennell's played very well against the run, and he's been that big body that really you put in there and you need a big stop. How many times has his name been called? You know, he's done very well on the defensive line. Um, You have uh, Charvarius Ward, who, you know, put together a very good season. Um. You know he had two picks, eleven passes defensed. Um, so really, the defense is the defense is pretty good. I I I'll tell you the one rookie that I think gets overlooked quite a fit quite a bit is Rashad Fenton. Yeah. In limited time this year, he had an interception, four passes defensed, caused the fumble. You know, can be a pretty good can be a pretty good pickup. Yeah.
1: I mean so, worst case scenario the worst thing you can say about him is that uh what well, he stepped up when he got his opportunity, he made the most of it.
0: Yeah. So you know, this defense this defense is pretty good and uh they're only getting better, that's the thing. They made a few mistakes yesterday. I know somebody um I I know somebody pointed out the Chiefs missed a few tackles and stuff and they and they did. But um yeah. I will say this, uh, their body of work over the last half of the season tells me that, you know, tells me that this team is more than they were last year. And as a chiefs fan, I'm excited about it. You know, you get a week off, you can watch the other teams beat themselves up for a chance to play you at home. um, you know, this team is this team has put itself in the best possible position to get to the Super Bowl. You know, it's up to them now. And uh, you know, I think I think this team can very well do it. This is you mm-hmm. know, and like I said, you know, last year I felt good about their chances. Then it happened. This year I feel great about their chances. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um I think this team can be I think this team can make the Super Bowl. Um they can beat the Ravens. But, you know, it's not gonna be easy. And remember, Chiefs fans, this time of the year you're facing nothing but good teams. So
1: but and, uh, I I but, feel like to me, uh in my opinion, this is the most complete team that I can ever remember watching.
0: Yes, absolutely. So AJ, we're gonna end here. Um but I want to get first. I want to get, you know, before we uh, we go. Uh, who do you think uh, the Chiefs will be playing two weeks from now? Uh, it's tough to say. Uh, oh, I already forgot who is. Was... It's either going to be New England, Houston, or Buffalo. Right. aha uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Buffalo. Oh,
1: that. I really feel like it kind of depends on which Houston team shows up, like mm-hmm. the good one or the meh. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a tough one. I, because like you know, like we said, Houston's kind of hit or miss. Buffalo has a fairly stagnant offense, but a good defense. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I think I'd actually have to give the edge to Buffalo.
0: I—that's who I'm going with. I think Tennessee is going to upset New England, and I think Buffalo is going to beat Houston. And then I think Buffalo comes to Kansas City. I think the Chiefs beat Buffalo, and we'll—I'm going to stop there because I'm not going to make a pick yet on a game that I don't no. know. So, but I, I think uh, I think the Chiefs will face Buffalo in a couple of weeks. And to be honest, it'd be kind of nice because, remember, Buffalo knocked us out of the playoffs twice in the 90s. It'd be nice to get a little payback. So. Yeah. But. Yeah,
1: once was a, uh, an AFC championship game. Mm-hmm.
0: Got to exercise yeah. some – we're still exercising some demons. We did it last year with Indianapolis – Still yeah. have, you know, we uh I mean, we, we can do we, Buffalo this year or New England. It doesn't really matter to me. We got ex- we still gotta exercise some demons, but we're getting there. We're getting there, yeah, happening. I mean, It's
1: it's been baby steps. I mean it's yeah. like you know, we exercised the first one a few years ago, getting our first playoff win in X amount of years and yeah. now you know, then we you know, got a second round win for the and over the Colts for the first time in years. So yeah,
0: it's Yep, be patient, guys. We're getting there. So all right, well Chiefs fans, we'll be back next week to preview uh, our uh, divisional round matchup. But in the meantime, everyone enjoy the uh, wild card round. Uh, everyone, also, I hope everyone had a very Merry Christmas. I want everyone to have a very blessed New Year. And we'll see you guys in 2020. AJ, as always, great doing the show with you. Uh, look forward to doing it again next week.
1: Oh, my pleasure. Anytime.
0: All right, man. You take care, and Chiefs fans, go Chiefs.
1: Go Chiefs.